Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast God's Holy Word. I'm your lovely host Leslie Sullivan and today is episode 58 and we're going to be taking a quick look at Psalm. It's going to be Psalm 40 verse 11 because the book of Psalms does not have chapters. It's just every psalm is its own psalm and then you have verses. So again, we are taking a look at Psalm 40 verse 11. I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. which is the new international version of the holy word of god and this is the leadership bible and it is a updated edition so let's go ahead and take a look at this puppy it says do not withhold your mercy from me lord may your love and faithfulness always protect me the first thing that got my attention with this one is always protect me i know from personal experience that women and children they need to feel protected in order to be truly happy And I think that's one reason why women date who they date. For example, if they have a kind, wonderful dad when they're growing up, they tend to pick a really good husband. On the opposite side of that spectrum is if you have a bad childhood or if your dad wasn't there for you or if he beat you or mistreated you, those women tend to pick not so good partners and or a not so good husband. So it's very important that children be raised in the appropriate environment. And this can this can also affect little boys as well. Because if a little boy is beaten by his dad, he tends to grow up and beat the women that are in his life. So domestic violence is very much an issue. Um it is very much an issue here in Oklahoma where I am from. Even though I am in the Bible Belt, we do have a high rate of domestic violence. I think in terms of divorce, we are sitting at maybe a 50% divorce rate. So there's basically a 50/50 chance that your marriage will work or a 50/50 chance that your marriage will fail. So there's some people that think, well, if I move my my children or my family from California or New York or wherever from the coast to the Bible Belt, whether it's Texas or Oklahoma or Kansas, they think that that's the best thing for their family. I personally don't think it is because I was born and raised here. and i could i can speak from experience that just because somebody lives in the bible belt or you live in the bible belt that doesn't mean that things are great if anything christians can sometimes be the worst hypocrites and as i've said in times past i've met atheists and agnostics that are way nicer and way kinder than than some of the christians that i've met over the years and again that's not to speak negatively towards christians it's just that sometimes people are not who they say they are but the good thing about our god is that He is everything that he says he is because God is true, God is faithful, God always speaks the truth, and he loves his children very much. The other thing that got my attention about this verse is may your love and faithfulness always protect me. You know, the enemy doesn't want us to think that we are loved or that or that we are lovable, and he also wants us to think that God is not faithful. So, if the enemy can convince us that God is not faithful, then we tend to not rely on God for hardly anything and so we think that since he's not there which in fact he is but the enemy likes us to think that we he wants us to convince us that God is distant doesn't love us doesn't like us is not there for us so then because we fall into the trap of thinking that God's not faithful then we back out of the deal as well and we think well he's not faithful he's not there for me i might as well live my life the way i want to Well, that's a very dangerous way of living because God is always there. God is always faithful. 
You know, it's as I've said in times past, and I have to remind myself of this as well. Feelings are not always indicative of the situation. Feelings do not always represent the truth. As much as we like to think feelings mean that, they do not. Feelings are important, but sometimes our feelings lead us astray, and we don't like to think that that would happen because, you know, we are you know, we're human beings, we have feelings, we have emotions, we also have a soul, we have a spirit. um we have a heart we have all these components made up to make us human and sometimes what we forget is that you know we were made in the image of almighty god and being that we were made in the image of almighty god he knows how we are and he loves us just the way that we are now being that he loves us just the way that he, that we are that doesn't mean that he's okay with us living outside his holy will but he is aware of our flaws he knows that we're not perfect But what makes us perfect is the love of Jesus Christ, which is why it's so important for us to give our lives to Jesus. Ask Jesus to come and live in our hearts, make us brand new, wipe away everything that is old. Our past, our sickness, our diseases, our sins, our mistakes, our flaws, we are made brand new in Christ Jesus. No other entity, there is nothing else on this earth that can make us brand new. You know, we can get a facelift, we can get breast implants, You know, we can get Botox, you know, we can get, you know, a bone marrow transplant. There's all these things medically that we can do to renew our body or to change it. But at the end of the day, we are still who we were born to be. Like we are still, like for me, I'm still Leslie Sullivan. And you are who you are at the end of the day. But God loves us no matter what. And he made us in his image. So even though... You know, sometimes we fall into the trap of trying to change ourselves because we don't like who we are or we want something better. We need to love ourselves the way that God loves us. Because if we don't love who we are right here right now in this moment, then it's going to be very difficult to continue to be kind and gentle to ourselves when it's always like we're just chasing our tail. It kind of reminds me of this one woman, I can't remember her name, but I guess she has the world record of plastic surgeries and i just think that's so sad. It's so very sad that she has a bad habit and an addiction and a hobby all wrapped up in one in regards to re- repetitively and continuously getting plastic surgery and it's not the outside that needs help, it's the inside. It's her heart, it's her soul, it's her feelings, it's her emotions, it's who she is as a person that needs help. Because there's something in her that's saying you're not pretty, you're not good enough. when in fact she already is and we know this from this verse do not withhold your mercy from me lord may your love and faithfulness always protect me you know when you know that you're loved and protected you don't feel like you have to constantly change yourself and live up to other people's expectations because whenever we try and live up to someone else's expectations we're basically dethroning god and we're putting whoever we're trying to please in front of God and that's not right and that's where a lot of misery comes from and God wants us to be happy all the days of our life he doesn't want us to walk around feeling sad mopey depressed whatever the case may be we need to focus on what God wants for us and what he wants is he wants to give us his love he wants to give us his faithfulness and he wants to protect us all the days of our life and again this protection speaking from experience again on this women women love it when a man can protect them 
because it's just a it's a very beautiful comfort. But a moment a guy does not protect a woman and she sees who he really is, she knows that it's over. And unfortunately, sometimes women don't leave those situations because every woman deserves a good man in her life that loves her very much. Every woman deserves a wonderful husband. Unfortunately, some women settle for less than God's best because they don't think they're worthy of that love when in fact they very much are. And so I would encourage, especially if there are women listening to this, that you read the book of Psalms and really look at it from the point of view of God speaking directly to you because he is number 1 and number 2 focus on his promises to you because God always keeps his promises you know people can be fickle they can let us down but what's interesting you know I can speak from experience on this one I had to ask God to bring me good people into my life because I was like where are the good people I just kind of felt like I was surrounded by not very good people because in fact I was and i wasn't sure what to do cuz i think sometimes as adults because i'm 38 years old but i feel like sometimes as adults we feel trapped with the friends that we have and we think that this is how it's always going to be you got to take a leap of faith in situations like that which is what i did and i said god get me some new friends get me a new church get me to a better place because i know that something's missing in my life and lord i know it's you i want to draw closer to you so i don't want to miss out on anything that comes from you Lord. I want to be as close to you as humanly possible and I want to have a good rich life that is wonderful. Just every day of my life it be truly blessed and I don't mean that you have to live in spiritual awareness all the time per se. I don't mean like you have to be constantly meditating because you're missing out on so many things if that's what you think it is because it's not. I just mean that knowing who you are in Christ Jesus and having that inner peace, that inner calm, that inner assurance that only our heavenly Father can give us. Because I've learned from experience a self-help book can't give you peace. Any kind of substance cannot give you true peace. Bad friendships cannot give you peace. Even a mentor cannot give you peace. True peace comes from God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. It comes from our heavenly Father. And I know that whenever I felt antsy or anxious and just uncertain, whenever I did not go to God's holy word first, it just made the anxiety and fear worse because I was trying to do everything within my power to try and solve the situation when I should have just taken it up in prayer. I can't tell you how many self-help books like self-help books, excuse me, I read. Not a single one of them helped me. They made me miserable. I mean, yes, they can have really great advice, but there were so many things that I need to get off my chest and it just felt like if you're trying to handle everything yourself, but you're not addressing what's really going on, then you're just adding adding more burden and drudgery even though you're trying to make it positive you're just adding more weight to the scale and at some point there's a tipping point and for me i just had to give up and say lord i i've tried to force myself to be happy here's what's going on cuz he knew what was going on he knew i was miserable he knew the hardships i was going through and that and that i had gone through and survived actually And there just comes a time where you just have to look up and say help me Jesus help me. This is over my head. Because unfortunately in America, which is where I'm filming this from, in the United States and I know I have listeners all over the world, 
But unfortunately, in the United States, there's this common thinking that you're supposed to have it all figured out, and if you have any problems, then you don't get it. You're not responsible. You're not good enough. And it's such a bitter, hateful way to treat people, much less think of ourselves that way. But it's very common for people to think that way, and you can see it in the fact that there's all these self-help books and there's all these shows about you know how to take care of yourself and things like that. It's like, you know what? Our ancestors back in the day, you know, even before television was invented, they didn't have all these self-help books. Like they just lived their life. I'm not saying it was perfect, but I think people were way more stable back in the day when they actually had to get up and do something and do something good with their life and they couldn't just you know hop on the internet and read all this stuff or watch all these videos and I'm not against internet and I'm not against all this positive information but there's just something unique about in times past where it just seems like they had it more together and they were more self-reliant they were more independent and what's interesting is that they were more self-reliant back then but the reason why they were more self-reliant was because they relied more heavily on God. And that probably sounds confusing. But here's the thing. When you need strength because you don't have strength, how can you get more strength out of yourself when you don't have it? How can you be more courageous when you're fearful all the time? You know what I mean? So you have to get that from someplace else. The best place to get it is from your heavenly Father. because there's only so much strength or pep talk you can get from somebody else before your well dries up again. Well, people can't help you the same way that God can. So if you have fear and you need courage, go to God. If you're poor and you need money, go to God. There's only so much your neighbor can do, your family can do, and they may be good and kind people, but you need to go to your heavenly Father first. because he will guide you where you need to go and where you should go and he will never slap your hand he will never mistreat you he will never talk bad about you he never gossips about his children never 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 everything you discuss with god is private he understands you he knows you better than you know yourself and when i woke up to that i thought man why have i been trying to handle so much on my own in the dark when i i could have been giving god a chance to come into my life renew my life and help me to have a better life there's nothing wrong with being self-reliant per se but that will only take you so far if you don't have god because we all need someone in our corner and when you put your faith in god Jesus Christ is in your corner. He's your advocate. He will always defend you. And that's where we can draw our strength. That's where we can draw our courage. That's where we can get our calmness. That's where we can get our joy. It's so important to put those things into perspective and to put them in the right order. God first, everything else second. Because without God, We don't have much of anything. And whatever we do have can be easily taken away if God if God is not in our life and if we don't believe in God. So partake of the blessing. Partake of the blessing and don't let go.
I will go ahead and end this podcast, but as usual until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Waves transform the earth